Teens, a beautiful, slim girl with a suitably handsome boy attached. They'd been leaving their room as I got to mine, and we exchanged nods as we passed in the corridor. The other end was empty. Through the netting I could see that the light was off, and anyway, if it had been occupied I would have heard the person breathing. It was the last room on the corridor, so I presumed it faced the street and had a window. On the ceiling was a fan, strong enough on full setting to stir the air. For a while I did nothing but lie on the bed and look up at it. It was calming, following the revolutions, and with a mixture of heat and soft breeze I felt I could drift to sleep. That suited me. West to east is the worst for jet lag, and I wanted to fall into the right sleeping pattern on the first night. I switched off the light. Enough of a glow from the corridor outside came through for me to still see the fan. Soon I was asleep. Once or twice I was aware of people in the corridor, but I thought I heard the French couple coming back, then leaving again. But the noises never woke me fully, and I was always able to slip back into the dream I'd been having before. Until I heard the man's footsteps. They were different, too creepy to doze through. They had no rhythm or weight, and dragged on the floor. A muttered stream of English swear words floated into my room as he jiggled the padlock on his door. Then there was a loud sigh. The lock opened with a click, and his light came on. The mosquito netting cast a patterned shadow on my ceiling. Frowning, I looked at my watch. It was two in the morning, late afternoon English time. I wondered if I might get back to sleep. The man slumped onto his bed, giving the wall between us an alarming shake. He coughed a while, then I heard the crackle of a joint being rolled. Soon there was blue smoke caught in the light, rolling through the netting. Aside from the occasional deep exhalation, he was silent. I drifted back to sleep. Almost. Beach, said a voice. I opened my eyes. Fucking beach. We're both as good as... The voice paused for a coughing fit. Dead. I was wide awake now, so I sat up in bed. Cancer in the corals, blue water, my beach. Fucking Christ did me in, the man continued. He had an accent, but at first my sleep-fogged head couldn't place it. Beach, he said again, spitting out the word. A Scottish accent. Beach. There was a scrabbling sound on the wall. For a moment I thought he might be trying to push it over, and I had a vision of myself being sandwiched between the formica board and the bed. Then his head appeared through the mosquito netting, silhouetted, facing me. Hey, he said. I didn't move. I was sure he couldn't see into my room. Hey, I know you're listening. In there, I know you're awake. He lifted up a finger and gave the netting an exploratory poke. It popped away from where it was stapled to the formica. His hands stuck through. Here. A glowing red object sailed through the darkness, landing on the bed in a little shower of sparks. The joint he'd been smoking. I grabbed it to stop it from burning the sheets. Yeah, said the man, and laughed quietly. Got you now. I saw you take the butt. For a few seconds I couldn't get a handle on the situation. I kept thinking, what if I actually had been asleep? The sheets might have caught fire. I might have burned to death. The panic flipped into anger, but I suppressed it. The man was way too much of a random element for me to lose my temper. I could still only see his head, and that was backlit in shadow. Holding up the joint, I asked, Do you want this back? You were listening, he replied, ignoring me. Heard me talking about the beach? You've got a loud voice. Tell me what you heard. I didn't hear anything. Heard nothing? He paused for a moment, then pressed his face into the netting. You're lying. 
No, I was asleep. You just woke me up when you threw this joint at me. You were listening, he hissed. I don't care if you don't believe me. I don't believe you. Well, I don't care. Look, I stood on the bed so our heads were at the same level and held up the joint to the hole he'd made. If you want this, take it. All I want is to go to sleep. As I lifted my hand, he pulled back, moving out of the shadow. His face was flat like a boxer's. The nose busted too many times to have any form, and his lower jaw was too large for the top half of his skull. It would have been threatening if not for the body it was attached to. The large jaw tapered into a neck so thin it seemed incredible that it supported his head, and his T-shirt hung slackly on coat-hanger shoulders. Past him I saw into his room. There was a window, as I'd assumed, but he'd taped it up with pages from a newspaper. Apart from that, it was bare. His hand reached through the gap and plucked the butt from my fingers. Okay.